Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi there, welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And this is episode 124. Uh, and it's just Kate and I today, just, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> It is Kate and I today um, just having a chat about um, I get the, guess the changes that are going on kind of socially um, in regards to lockdown and and also just you know the, the season's changing the sun's come out um, got the Easter coming up and just a little bit about how to strategize and to enjoy you know this change really and and also protect your sobriety at the same time so um hello Kate how are you hello um I'm okay it's a bit of a funny old day isn't it it's it's been a roller coaster it's been a real roller coaster um yeah so it might not happen but we've just had a a note that we'll be on the the news tomorrow on BBC (laughs) talking about Anyway, I can talk yeah. about it because this will be going out afterwards. But uh, yeah, so so that yeah. was suddenly the reframe of the day and catapulted us into doing some kind of chats about big alcohol and corporate responsibility and government responsibility. And, oh, you know, all I was doing was like, having a cup of tea and, <laughs> you know, just having a bit of a chat with Mand. Yeah. Yeah. So no, Jeez, no. I'm, I found. Oh. That was my boy. And that was my um, watch went off. Oh. It's like a liability, the old Apple Watch. <laughs> oh, no. it is. It's a whole other layer that, that, is, yeah. that no one needs. It's it really so is. unnecessary. It's just it like, is. really, do I need people to contact me on another <laughs> yeah. place? <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, so I'm all right. How about you? How are you doing? Um. Yeah, same, really. I'm all, well, not the same, because I completely just gave you all that work to do. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, chill, man. Um, yeah, I am okay. I keep getting a bit um, sad about um, so a different sort of FOMO um, of just not being able to return to the the UK like I keep getting these little moments of sadness or or panic really of like if what if something happens to someone you know that I love or whatever um yeah it's 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 when something so kind of fundamental uh you know about control that gets taken away it's a bit like you can kind of tolerate it for a while and it's like oh. <laughs> um because yeah I think it's but anyway I mean we're all in that position aren't we so but I am all right and um it, it's very sunny here at the moment not live well I am going out for walks I went for a two-hour walk on Sunday walk mm. 10k um walked an hour this morning listening to lots of podcasts so that's nice got a bit of mosh on my walk had a little cry it's like oh this is like another therapeutic tool Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, so I'm all right. I'm all right. So we're going to talk a bit about socialising sober. Um, I think for some people, the lockdown has been very helpful for their sobriety. That seems to be the kind of message we've got from you know women in our group that it's kind of been a bit of a protective bubble because they haven't really had to explain to anyone and they've just had to sort of deal with it themselves and in their their own home really and now it's this kind of like oh going outside like what does that mean and who am I and how do I um, socialize sober you know it's not been like, like that for a lot of people I think lots <clears throat> of people have really struggled with their drinking in lockdown so it's a mixed bag isn't it it's a yeah but it certainly is not without anxiety so mm. so what can what can we suggest to people to mm. to help yeah I think it's almost like going back to basics isn't it it's like remembering remembering a skill that we've all kinds of got a bit out of the habit of and love it or hate it so you know I was talking to um postcards from midlife last night about this and just that that sort of you know half half of us well I don't know what the the ratio is but you know the extroverts and then the introverts and people have been really missing all of it and the extra and the introverts going don't make me go out there don't make me do it um but it is almost like remembering or relearning and and maybe if it's your your first time you know, if you got sober for the first time in lockdown, you know, it's it's sort of that next bit of growth, isn't it? And if it's, you know, you got sober before, it's like remembering. So whichever way I think that we can really benefit by just covering the basics again of what, what we're doing when we socialise sober. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking then about, <clears throat> like, a good sort of starting point if you are feeling triggered like is why does alcohol play such a central role you know part of that is is sort of society based right is that you know we see it everywhere we look in terms of you know marketing and in terms of tv and you know every time there's a barbecue and a film or whatever you know alcohol is is very much center stage so there's part of it that's kind of unconscious sort of understanding of what socializing looks like. Um, but there's, there is also that thing of, you know, what sort of what what have you built up in your head about it? Mm -hmm. You know, and why is all of a sudden that <clears throat> wine which starting to shout at you? Mm. Like, so there must be a need there or there's a fear there or there's something going on about that experience so it's about when you can identify what it really is um you know I think for me it was that kind of buzz of like not understanding that excitement or not understanding like if we're talking about high days mm. you know like bank holiday weekend or Christmas or whatever it was not really understanding how to manage that yeah excitement fear of being disappointed or you know social anxiety all that kind of mixed up it's like when I feel it now it's like a like sort of yeah sort of fuzz buzz in my belly you know like that kind of social knot mm. um 
so then it's about resourcing yourself isn't it and going right okay if it's social anxiety that I'm feeling um is there safe people in that environment is there a wingman or a wingwoman that I can you know share my sobriety with um so I know that I can I've got that kind of person to look after me within that space how much do I need to tell people or how much do I want to tell people in that space about me not drinking um how can I resource myself in terms of my energy like it can be really really tiring to be anxious so do I take a nap beforehand you know do I make sure I've eaten Mm. do I do some breathing do I you know go for a certain amount of time and make sure I know you know my escape plan kind of thing um don't know do you have any other tips for that sort of anxious Mm. feeling well I think like you said it's always about resourcing and either external resources or internal resources and when we start doing anything a lot of it is external like you like you said it'll be in the organization it will be in the timing it will be like having that scaffold um because we haven't got that confidence and that evidence yet to build up and and have that sort of self-belief or whatever automatic um so we think that all of that all of that kind of um yeah go go framing and boundaries like how long do you want to go for plan it out beforehand How long do you want to go for? Keep it short, you know, have your escape hatch, drive home, but definitely have your wing person, know what you're taking to drink. So all of those real practical things when you're you're doing it. Um, And I think that, and then there's those those inner tools of playing it forward. So, you know, we've talked about high days before and and how we get in a real tiz around Christmas and this sort of bank holiday weekend has that written all over it. It's like, reminds me of the chickens in the morning, like when I open the hatch and they all literally run out going, and it is like, literally, I feel like there's that sense of that at the moment. Like we've been cooped up, literally chicken, chickens and um, (laughs) we're all going to be let out so I think that that is just remember that it's you know there's the day after you know and sorry go on no no it reminds me actually I'll put a link on it before but there was a I listened to a a podcast a Tara Brack um sort of podcast the other day about foff and FOMO so fear of missing out and um fear of failure Mm. and she was talking about her dog about um how you know he has that sort of fear of of missing out (laughs) like every morning you know that like will just follow her around just in case they don't go for a walk Um, and and so and she's like we always go for a walk but the dog's just like I can't leave your side because we might it might not happen um (laughs) And and so she Who gives knew that Tara Brack was so funny as well. I was like, <laughs> it's really funny. She did a whole thing awesome. about about being um, about being a worm, and 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 how we um, we eat and eat and eat and eat, 
um, and that's kind of like our addictive or the dopamine hit or whatever and then we get to a point where we we need to rest which is a lot of what we've been talking about um, yeah. before there is that transformation and so okay. what she was saying was made a lot of sense in terms of sobriety <clears> and that kind of like yeah that need for a fix of like mm. alcohol 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 and then there's that rest mm. where it's like we get sober and then it's the mm. transformation out of the chrysalis mm. when we love sober um but anyway she did have some really good um some really good sort of talk there was a really good conversation about this mm. and about what's going on in the brain when you have that fear of missing out and that mm. kind of excited feeling mm. so listen to that podcast is my <laughs> after this one listen to that one and I'll, I'll link it tell us all about no, it. I, can't oh, I can't wait to hear this I can't, can't remember, remember. <laughs> uh, but okay. it was good thanks um, for sharing yeah no worries um but I wonder about that the excited side of mm. things because I think we can get confused by that I'll talk about for me like I wonder how if I'm super is it excitement or is it another form of anxiety because I just mm. don't think that if it's my like why do we we're oh fine absolutely fine you know to go and have a coffee with friends but then all of a sudden mm. the sun's out and there's a barbecue and it's like I can't not drink mm. it's like what's going on there you know what what what's changed in the social environment yeah that means that one place that you feel safe in your sobriety and one place you don't and I, I guess do... it's the the you know the associations that you've built up over yeah. years and years and years you know it's that habit piece isn't it it's just the cue yeah cue behavior reward whatever and um, I think that's what when you can understand that and just go look I have no problem could you try again I'm really sorry. I keep leaning on my watch and Siri keeps saying. Siri. I don't know what you mean by. I keep leaning on my watch and Siri keeps saying. <laughs> I'm going to take this fucking watch off. It's like, it's literally like artificial intelligence taking no, over. Go away. <laughs> what are we saying? <laughs> um, I was saying that with excitement <laughs> I wonder whether it is when we try and shoe our horn our way into environments that we don't actually really like quite a lot mm. of the time so I think again it's that like how much do I actually want to be there like mm. do I really want to go and giving yourself permission to not go if the answer is no. yeah if it's, it's not a hell yeah if, yeah, yeah it's not if it's it's that traffic light thing as well isn't it it's the so the with the situations and the people and the conversations is it a red zone is it just like okay that person's just going to shout across the room why are you an alcoholic why are you not drinking so this is that mm. is it that sort of boozy barbecue that's going to go on till you know god knows so all of these red things is it that person who you know just is not not ever going to get it that you don't tell your life story to that you just say oh yeah I've got cystitis or you know whatever <laughs> you know what I mean just the throwaway line or if your values are to tell the truth at all costs whatever you want to say you know but what whatever it is that's in your comfort zone or is it a green one is it like yeah 
is it are they nice people can you are they on your side Mm. is this a supportive conversation am I going to go there so or is it amber which is "Mm, okay I'm not quite sure so at that point still erring on the side of caution okay if it's not hell yeah it's hell no if it's a flashing amber oh I'm really not sure what can you then do to push it into the green Mm. and is that okay I don't go it's a hell no or is it okay I only go for two hours and I drive and I let the host know that I'm literally going to be going for two hours does that push that from a flashing amber does that make it green for you Mm. um you know and and then knowing that if there's still that uncomfortable feeling if you're early days I would always sit out I would always just not go protect your sobriety 100% first you know Um, yeah and it is it's that kind of getting in tune and allowing yourself a bit of time just to sit with it and really think it's like you know what is that feeling is it a feeling of um I'm scared but I really want to go because I want to prove a point or because I really want to go and see those people or because you know I'm bored as hell and I just anyone will do you know Mm. or is it like I'm scared that I'm going to drink Mm. because they're very different things like if you're like I feel the fear and do it anyway because I know I can do it but it's a stretch or if it's like everything saying to me if I go there like I'm gonna want to drink it's just it's just don't put yourself just don't do it what's that French game that you said to me just a minute ago oh capu capu pack up yeah capu capac (laughs) it's k it's like capable 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 yeah ou or pas capable yeah so it's like um are you capable or not capable of doing something and kids do it all the time it's just it's like would you it's kind of like would you rather but not like in the dirty British way (laughs) 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 but yeah quite often it's just like yeah am I capable or not like Mm. you know cap pack up and it's like if you're like back up it's like don't do it then yeah just you know um and I think sort of make sure you drink water you know hydrate make sure you eat all those little things make sure you're not really tired Mm. look after Um, those triggers hungry angry lonely tired yeah because you can be lonely in a group so make sure you have that they're people you want to be with right yeah or like you know if you are there because you have to be because you know you can't say no and it's your partner's work thing or whatever you know have your sober sisters in your pocket and mm. go and toilet and just go oh okay I've been here an hour and let them just sort of go you can do it through mm. it and um yeah so cr- create those connections even if they're not connections in the room yeah um and I do think it's that um really really sort of sitting down and imagine it like imagine what would happen if you drank and what the end of the evening might look like and the day after might look like play it forward or in detail yeah 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 or imagine just dream you know and imagine what it might look like if you don't drink and just be like 
and then I left and then I walked out you know it's like head held high and then what's going to be your treat tomorrow what's going to be your treat because you've bossed it or you've survived it whatever it's always awkward before it's elegant right we know that and that's a really good point because from a neuroscientific point of view at that point you are using one of your executive functions you're engaging visual memory to create um to create your actions in line with your future goal right so that actually has a lot of science behind it and it's that thing as well um about we if we if we visualize things and if we can play it forward map it out as a plan so in detail like you said you know I go I arrive and then I look around and there's Tony on my left and I know that there'll be Betty on my right or whatever and then I go there there may be some nibbles um someone asks me if I want a drink and I've got my alcohol-free beer with me and because your brain doesn't know all doesn't completely know that you haven't done that so you can build that evidence um and and it's it, it makes everything intentional then it, it it calls on not only some of your it's almost like muscle memory of of mm. moving through that scenario but it calls on your higher intelligence your frontal cortex to boss that situation so it's almost like you're gathering your resources you know it's a gathering together of all of those bits of you. And there's all the science. It sounds like a load of waffle, but it's, you know, the science is there. Yeah. It helps with behavioral change. So. Yeah. And I was just thinking about that kind of within the behavioral change kind of model, the three keys, right? So it's immediate reward. Is it progress and mm, progress monitoring and social engagement or social reward? Yeah. yeah. So if you don't go you know if it's like if you're like buzzing about you want that buzz you know but like if you go there that buzz is going to be you drinking it's like get a buzz out of jomo right the joy of missing out it's like i'm not going to go but i'm going to have the best time (laughs) you know it's like i always remember that when i when i found the strength to say no Mm like it was such a rush it was like I was like oh my god I did it and you know my husband left with the kids to go to like a dinner party and I was just in the house on my own and I was just like it was like that (laughs) I did I might have jumped up and down on the bed a little bit it was like (laughs) that you know it was it was it was like a I don't know something out of a 80s sort of Tom Cruise movie or something I was just like dun, dun, yeah it's like what am I gonna do what am I gonna watch you know <laughs> Manty on... Manor's day off <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's like um and and again so it's like you've got that immediate reward right it's like okay I'm gonna make this evening like fantabulous like we're gonna have the best time like clean PJs you know mm eat indulgent food in front of the tv you know break the rules of kind of what you normally do socially Mm. um you know thinking about how other people are going to do things they regret you know Mm. that was great kind of like I'm not gonna do that I'm not gonna you know smoke or I'm not gonna like embarrass myself and Mm. and then having that kind of that progress you know check of like and in the morning, I'm going to mm. feel fantastic. 
Yeah, and I think there's also that thing about, because I think we have been so much in lockdown, indoors, yeah. that I think there is that that genuine feeling of needing to come out a bit and connect with other people mm. in a way that before wasn't. Um, but I think in lockdown, it, it's almost like, because we haven't been social, maybe it's an opportunity to really properly reframe it and to say I'm going to design I've had like a good like almost like 12 months of not being able to socialize and it looking you know it, who knew what was going to happen so how do I want my social life to look and and look at it like this is your choice to rewrite the rule book to totally suit you and remembering that you get social points it's like if you're if you've got a bucket you get social bucket points and drops if you interact with the shopkeeper you get it by doing a yoga class and having a chat with someone you do it by saying hi to someone on your dog walk and having a little bit of chat holding helping someone across the road Mm. giving someone your parking ticket um, no, that's not nice. I meant, I meant like... Yeah, when you haven't used it up. When you yeah. haven't used it up, I don't mean put in your pocket. That's, that's no social bucket points for that. <laughs> you have to take um, some out for that one. Yeah, getting caught shoplifting. That's another one that's good that I know about. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Um, no, no, yeah. I'm joking. But, um, you know, the, the coffee in the park, the walking, some of those more gentle ways to connect with each other yeah, is what I love we've that. had to do, yeah. right? um so yeah and it's let's let's take baby steps and let's be curious about what feels good what actually ticks the box because maybe if you you know I found that when I went for brunch with friends that that filled me up and that gave me that feeling of connection and I didn't want to go out in the evening I just didn't oh yeah so you know it's about being curious and knowing that you can write the rules yourself you have more agency in this than you think you have yeah and I guess sort of looking at through that lens is like okay but what if your partner drinks right what if your Mm -hmm. partner wants to have the barbecue in the garden and everyone's going to come round, or you know what if all your friends want to go to the pub Mm -hmm. you know and and so suddenly there's that real feeling of like the odd one out Mm. you know and I think that's a real fear and a genuine kind of worry and preoccupation for people Mm. and I guess it for me my response to that would be is like you don't have to be the odd one out just because you don't drink Mm. like you can frame it in a positive way way like you don't have to have a sad story about it you can talk in like you know yeah like in lockdown I don't know I just thought I'd give it a go you know and um I felt really good so since and I've just so I've just stopped it's just Mm -hmm. like it's just that's just become my new normal you know and prove to them that you're still there and you're still having a nice time and you're you're perfectly happy to be there but also know that you have an arsenal of um tools in your toolkit Mm. to look after yourself be that you know knowing the next day you're probably going to be pretty tired because socializing is tiring Mm. so you're going to have a really lovely restful day you know knowing that actually at some point you might just 
leave and no one will really notice that you've gone um, because they will be past that point you know use know that you can boss this right it's like if you want to be there and be a sober person you totally can because you can use your boundaries because you can say okay let's have everyone around for dinner but you know at 10 o'clock either I want them all gone or I'm going to bed Mm. and I'm you're not coming in (laughs) (laughs) and there's the sofa have a nice evening you know you can have both I think Mm. um and you get the best parts you get the best parts of that social experience because you're there when people are cognitive you're there when you can actually have a chat with people that you can you know have a laugh and have good fun and then you leave when they all start repeating themselves yeah and it gets dangerous or unsafe and then you're tucked up in bed feeling like you're a winner yeah yeah 100% and the, I think there is that other thing about, you know, because your brain starts to play tricks on you, right? Yeah. So you you can just be like, well, you know, I didn't have a problem really anyway. I'm being too extreme. Oh, well, I'll just, you know, this and everyone else is doing it. And I, you know, I think it's, I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm talking about the benefits of sobriety, about how, how cl- your clarity and all the rest of it um what was I going to say oh yeah I know what I was going to say and it's that feeling of of like remembering the addictive voicing that any voice in your head that tells you that drinking is a good idea is the addictive voice so it will come and tell you it's your best friend and say oh you deserve it go on just this weekend it doesn't matter but that is the addictive voice because otherwise you wouldn't be thinking it yeah um and also, yeah, that, that you didn't, you know, that I was, that, that the one thing that got me out of a lot of sticky situations was I haven't come this far to only come this far, right? So yes. you haven't done all of this just to get, you know, drunk this weekend or think that you can have one and end up drinking a bottle and hating yourself up. You know, it's like you haven't done all of this only to get here. It's like, what's the rest of it look like, you know? Yeah. It's just like you're on the other side. It's, yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah, those would be my, yeah, my things. And we don't have to do it all at once, you know. Yeah, I think that's something you were saying as well, wasn't it, the other day, of mm-hmm. like you have a tendency just to think like, you know, chock full the, the diary and like yeah. plan 10,000 things because you can now. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, we don't have to you know do everything at once um yeah and I do think just get quite skillful like where do you really want to go like who do you really want to see and how does how do you want to like what do you want to see them like I've got such a craving to see my kind of two best mates from childhood you know and they both drink a bit not you know not like me um and I really, what I crave is a walk and a hug and a chat mm. and a chocolate biscuit and a cup of tea. Oh, you yeah. know, that's that's what I crave. It's seeing them, you know. Um, and I know, like, if I was still drinking, yeah, I would get drunk. 
Mm. And I would take away from that situation. I wouldn't give to it. No. You know, I see them so rarely. And like I can, I mean, one of the last times I saw them drinking actually was, you know, that typical, typical thing. I probably hadn't been drinking when they saw them. I saw them last. And then I'd gone back to drinking again. And then I, I came back to England and we were going to go and see my friend Lizzie with her new baby. And so I met, you know, my friend at the, the train station. And then we were going to go to my other friends for dinner. Um, and then, you know, and I can remember sitting on the train going, right, don't drink anything in the pub. You know, this is when I'm going to moderate. Don't drink anything in the pub. You know, have have a juice or whatever, and then have a couple of glasses of wine when you get to Tasha's and over dinner. You know, so we went to pub. It went to the pub, and it's about five o'clock when I got off the train or whatever. Straight, you know, to the bar. Saw an old friend. You know, what would you like to drink, Mandy? I was like, oh, I have a spritzer. So you know, it's like in my head was just like yeah have wine with water because that's not the same as having like a gin and tonic you know so it's like all this like noise and chatter Mm. in my head and so then it was like so we had a a spritzer and then someone else came in was like oh you know so I had another one and then we were like oh god we've got like an hour before Mm. you know we're supposed to be there so went to another drink had like you know gin and tonic or something and then by so the time we arrived there we were like four drinks down Mm. So we bought three bottles of wine rather than buying one bottle of wine. Do you know what I mean? So then we arrived and the kids were still up and they'd been really excited to see me because they hadn't seen me for like a year. And then I was a little bit pissed. And, you know, this is what happens when you go back to drinking after a year of of, oh, of not drinking, God. you know. It's made me feel so grim thinking yeah. about it. It's you like know, all of it, that noise. Yeah. And then it was like, and then by that point, it was just like, oh, okay. And so then, you know, got into the wine. So we're like, you know, at least a bottle ahead of, of the person that's cooking us dinner. So we're like a bit slurry and a bit not really there, you know. And then like yeah kind of can't really remember going to bed um in the night I walked in in their bed I mean that's funny not funny but I walked into their bedroom trying to find the toilet and my my friend's husband was like you're right man and I was like it's the toilet you know it's just Mm. as a 30 whatever or 37 year old woman Mm -hmm. and then you know the next day woke up feeling so shit like so unbelievably unwell like thinking mm. I was gonna vomit like because I hadn't been drinking meh, 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 moderating men there and then going to see my friend who just had a, a baby like this tiny precious newborn baby and I probably stank of booze and felt awful so yeah that's what that's what it used yeah, to be like for me that was what it time. was yeah. that's a great great yeah. bloody time isn't it you know and I and I and I still I don't I don't beat myself up about it no. or whatever but it sticks in my head of that time before you know between when I gave up for a year and then when I was in that period where everything looked all right and I didn't drink like I didn't normally did or blah, 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 but it was just nonsense it was just wretched it was horrible it was never fun no because, because even if no, you're trying to yeah. control, you know, you're trying to control it, 
what there's such a lot of effort that goes into once you're at that stage where you're like oh okay I'm only going to do this and I'm only going to do this and okay I'm going to do this and I won't do that and I'll only drink then and I'll only it's like it is such a ball ache like the amount of energy that goes into that and of course then once you've had a couple of drinks your brain the front it goes, of offline. Pieces, it goes yeah. offline so we're back into that behavior and then we're hating on each other it's like it doesn't yeah it doesn't work yeah that it doesn't work just don't just call yeah. a spade a spade and crack on with all the good stuff that actually does work and it's going to make you feel a lot better yeah. you know and I could tell I could go you know tell you I've got so many tales like that and yeah you know, when I twisted my ankle so badly on just that one time I went back to moderating on my anniversary, on my anniversary, went over and then couldn't walk for six weeks. You know what I mean? And still my husband said, oh, you were just unlucky. You know, you know, it could have happened to anyone. And it's like, it wouldn't have happened if I had been pissed. As simple Mm. as that, you know? So yeah. Yeah. No shame. Well, I felt horrendously ashamed, but if you're I meant that you, you know, if you're listening to this, it's no shame because we've 100% been there many, yeah. many a time, you know. So. Yeah, and it is, and it, that's the gold, right? Is when mm. you get to the point where it's just like, I have no fear mm. about my behavior, you know, mm. like I have no fear about yeah, love that. what I'm going to do or what, say, you know, and, and if I, you know I'm not perfect like I still sometimes do things that I wish I hadn't but a it's very rare and b it's like well I'm not perfect so that's all right you know but so yeah just that that utter fear and you know not constantly like you know right I'm going to a dinner party like right I must make sure I eat before I go because then I've lined my stomach and then I won't get drunk too quickly you know and then it's like okay watching how much they've done okay so they're having another drink does that mean I can have another drink did I have another who am I matching with god shit I can't remember who I was like following you know and like oh god it's just grim yay sober life yay and it's <laughs> the end <laughs> it's good to remember it's so it's interesting because it's taken me like oh I feel like oh yeah but you know it's let let's not forget you know let's not forget in the in the, with the mad it's not the Christmas fairy but the mad Easter bunny that's yeah. gonna come hopping in and the lockdown the end of lockdown goblins lockdown um, losers yeah it's just gonna be like yeah just remember stay on your true north reach out remember to play it forward Mm -hmm. and stay yeah stay close to your community right just and even if if something goes wrong just you know just go Mm -hmm. uh, i'm I'm here Uh, again yeah exactly (laughs) okay what's your uh tip of the day and reason to love sober my tip of the day would be get rid of that bloody watch (laughs) i'm sorry i don't understand well fuck off then um no not that (laughs) i'm really sorry i know we are still recording kate (laughs) 
<laughs> um, do you know what? I'm I'm in an Alexa-free house. Are you? Why? Because I don't want it. Oh, okay. I got loads of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all the Alexas. <laughs> what a what a surprise! <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, when we were having day. our love tip of the day, okay, okay. My tip of the day is to not take things too seriously. Nice. I think. Um. Yeah, try and have a bit of a lightness of touch. I think. Um, and to trust trust in the timing of our own lives and the process somehow you know roll the dice i might actually go and get some easter decorations no like... you devil really <laughs> probably not but no. i did have a little moment i probably had, had a little moment i was like oh i could like actually engage in some kind of easter crafts and stuff <laughs> but, but you know maybe yeah. why not get yeah, why all not? like i did used to do stuff like when the kids were younger you know I'd make an Easter tree and hang all stuff all over it yeah. so that might be a nice thing just really mm. focus on the focus on the crafty bits yeah because we do things like you know painting eggs and we always do the little Easter egg hunt and yeah. do things like that so it's nice um, what's your reason to love sober my reason to love sober is oh I think it's my my sanity <laughs> which is obviously you know I don't know I just think like you, you know how kind of weird and twisty and turny life is and how, you know and as we get older and the, the the knocks the winds of the prevailing winds of shite I called them at some point didn't I that sort of kind of come and knock you off balance but it's literally like if I was still drinking I have I just have no idea yeah. what what that would look like right now oh, man, and it would, would just be in the wars us too. Uh, it, it would it would not be good it really wouldn't be fucking no. good would it no. and um no it just wouldn't have been good it would have been horrid so yeah i'm really grateful i'm just so grateful so 100 percent grateful for it what about you what are your tip of the day and your reason to love sober um yeah tip of the day for sober socializing is definitely definitely just boss your environment so drinks you know sober support um what you're gonna wear mm. you know play it through in your head who's gonna be your wingman at, at that event you know just really kind of do your homework on the mm. space and the environment and 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 make sure you're hydrated and just really kind of um because all of that is taking control right mm. and alcohol makes us so out of control so it's like yeah. if you can be like fully in control of the experience as much as is humanly possible that's going to really empower you so it's like right I'm going to wear this I'm going to drink this I'm going to talk to that person I'm going to avoid that person you know I'm going to leave at this time like all of that stuff is mm. going to make you feel really strong and empowered yeah I love that um and reason to love sober I think this chat today is cheered, cheered me up <laughs> sorry everyone but <laughs> we, well we had a good time we had a good time um yeah I think it's just just having the chat and um 
because it enables us to recognize the transformation and the growth and mm. the and just the shift of the shift of the shit <laughs> shifting that shit yeah. Mm. um yeah mm. all right so if you're immediately concerned about your drinking do reach out send up a flare get in touch with us uh, info at lovesober.com um or reach out to us at the community um find oh, yeah, so a... reread what which chapter is it in the book because we have a whole oh, yeah. chapter in sober and socializing yeah so in love yourself sober it is chapter 12 and it's loads and loads of tips and tools and personal projects and all of that kind of stuff um that we, that we talk about really but uh, yeah so that's in the book um what else if you're not on our newsletter visit the site um, we've got new blogs going up all the time and we've got bits and bobs in news so you can find us there as well but essentially you know find find your fit find some support and uh, reach out you're not alone enjoy it stay safe over this bank holiday weekend and we see see you next week for more chat